Now let the words of our mouths and the meditations of our hearts be acceptable in your sight, O Lord, our rock and our redeemer. Amen. Our scripture readings today are from the New Revised Standard Version Bible. And our first reading today is from 2 Kings chapter 2, verses 1-14. through 14. Now when the Lord was about to take Elijah up to heaven by a whirlwind, Elijah and Elisha were on their way from Gilgal. Elijah said to Elisha, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me as far as Bethel. But Elisha said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they went down to Bethel. The company of prophets who were in Bethel came out to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he said, Yes, I know. Keep silent. Elijah said to him, Elisha, stay here, for the Lord has sent me to Jericho. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So they came to Jericho. The company of prophets who were at Jericho drew near to Elisha and said to him, Do you know that today the Lord will take your master away from you? And he answered, Yes, I know, keep silent. Then Elijah said to him, Stay here, for the Lord has sent me to the Jordan. But he said, As the Lord lives, and as you yourself live, I will not leave you. So the two of them went on. Fifty men of the company of prophets also went and stood at some distance from them, as they both were standing by the Jordan. Then Elijah took his mantle and rolled it up and struck the water. The water was parted to the one side and to the other. And the two of them crossed on dry ground. When they had crossed, Elijah said to Elisha, Tell me what I may do for you before I am taken from you. Elisha said, Please let me inherit a double share of your spirit. He responded, You have asked a hard thing, yet if you see me as I am being taken from you, it will be granted you. If not, it will not. As they continued walking and talking, a chariot of fire and horses of fire separated the two of them. And Elijah ascended in a whirlwind into heaven. Elisha kept watching and crying out, Father, Father, the chariots of Israel and its horsemen. But when he could no longer see them, he grasped his own clothes and tore them in two pieces. He picked up the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and went back and stood on the bank of the Jordan. He took the mantle of Elijah that had fallen from him and struck the water. He said, Where is the Lord, the God of Elijah? Where is he? He struck the water again and the water was parted to the one side and to the other, and Elisha crossed over. Our other reading is from the Gospel of John, chapter 1, verse 14, and verses 16 through 18. I'm sorry, that's 1, 6 through 9, and 19 through 21. And there was a man sent from God, whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify to the light so that all might believe through him. He himself is not the light, but he came to testify to the light, 
The true light, which enlightens everyone, was coming into the world. This is the testimony given by John when the Jews sent priests and Levites from Jerusalem to ask him, Who are you? He confessed and did not deny it, but he confessed, I am not the Messiah. And they asked him, What then? Are you Elijah? And he said, I am not. Are you the prophet? He answered, No. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. So we are a week out from Transfiguration, the culmination of this series. And this week we look at the prophet Elijah. And now he gives us an insight into the prophets in transition. Understanding Elijah helps us to understand the Transfiguration. Our reading this week takes us to the transition of Elijah passing his mantle to Elisha. And I do apologize, as I will try to be as clear as I can about Elijah and Elisha. Because the names are, of course, rather similar. And at times it may not be quite as easy. So I will do my best to try to over-enunciate a little so we don't get confused. We begin in our reading from 2 Kings. And it begins with a statement that won't make much sense until we get towards the end of our reading. That Elijah is about to be taken up by a whirlwind. And this frames where our reading is headed and the uniqueness of today's reading. Because we see Elijah and Elisha as they are traveling, and Elisha refuses to leave Elijah's side. Elijah keeps telling Elisha that he can stop. But he keeps telling Elijah that he will not leave him. And at each stop, the company of prophets asks if Elisha knows that God is about to take Elijah from him. And he does know, but asks them to stay silent because he will not leave his side. So the two of them travel and they come to the Jordan. Elijah takes his mantle, rolls it up, and strikes the water. And the water is parted by the power Elijah has from God. Now that they are here, Elijah wants to know, what is it Elisha would ask for before he's gone? What will help him in this time of transition? And Elisha asks for a double share of Elijah's spirit. Elijah tells him that he's asked for something difficult, but if he watches, he will receive. It is then that a chariot of fire comes down and takes Elijah, and he ascends into heaven. And Elisha is left to tear his clothes and to mourn. But that's not the end of our story. Because Elisha picks up Elijah's mantle. A mantle is a kind of caper cloak if you are wondering. Elisha takes up Elijah's mantle, rolls it up, and he strikes the water of the Jordan and asks where God is. He strikes the water again, and it is parted. So Elisha crosses the Jordan on dry land and returns. Now there's a lot to unpack here, but before we get into the thick of it, I would like to look at John the Baptist. 
Because John is also a figure of transition. And we've been going through the first chapter of the Gospel of John in connection with our readings for transfiguration. And today's mentions Elijah, and it has to do with John the Baptist. Because John is also a figure of transition, as we said, that John has been called to testify to the light, that John himself is not the light, but he's called to testify. Who is the light? The light is Christ. While John is out baptizing, people want to know. Who are you, John? So John tells them who he isn't. He is not the Messiah. He is not the prophet. He is not Elijah. So who is John? John is there to testify to the coming of Jesus. John is there as a figure of transition. More than a prophet, John is there to declare Christ is coming. And there's a reason people want to know if John the Baptist was Elijah. Because it was said that Elijah would return to usher in the age of the Messiah, God's anointed, God's chosen, the person who would lead Israel into a new glory. Elijah takes on a very important role because of how he was taken up. That Elijah didn't die, but Elijah was taken to God. And Elijah becomes very important symbolically. We see a transition from Elijah to Elisha. Elijah knew he was going, so he passes along his prophetic spirit to Elisha to carry on speaking God's truth. And he is able to proclaim that truth as we see him take up Elijah's mantle. Though this is often thought of symbolically, it is also a very literal thing in this case. Elisha has this one gift from Elijah so that he can carry on. He is given that double portion of the spirit because he witnessed Elijah being taken. From there, the story of Elijah grows until people believe firmly that Elijah is coming back to proclaim the Messiah. And the people await Elijah. That's part of what we see in the transfiguration when we see Moses and Elijah with Christ on the mountaintop. We have a new transition, and we see that responsibility, that mantle, is once again being passed. That Moses is there to show a transition to the law being made complete in Christ. Elijah is there to usher in the Messiah and to show that the prophets are fulfilled in Christ. Jesus is there in all of God's glory, uniting the law and the prophets to set the people free from sin and death. This transition shows all things made complete in Christ. This is the new beginning, a combination of everything that has come before. And I think it's important that we recognize the transitions that we see here. John the Baptist is not claiming to be anything more than somebody announcing the good news that God's chosen is coming. He is calling people to repent and to prepare, to change their hearts and lives and to turn to God because the time is near. And he's a figure of transition because he is trying to get people to change and point towards where they need to be. And we can forget that we are in a sort of 
transition ourselves. Sometimes we like to think that we have been saved and it is all past tense, forgetting that we are still in transition ourselves. Because I know I still need God's grace. Because I still need to repent. I still find things in my life where I need to change to do better. So I'm always in a sort of transition. Always turning towards Christ. Always seeking God's grace in my life so that I can turn from those things that are harmful. That I am in a transition from a life of sin to a life in Christ. Always seeking forgiveness and always seeking to forgive. That we are called to turn from those things that draw us away from Christ. But it also means that I'm making the call to others to be in a transition away from sin and death to a life in Christ. To turn from a life of sorrow and sin to find peace and hope in Jesus. We too are called to be a witness to God's glory. We see many stories about those testifying to their faith and people being changed. Elisha witnesses God taking Elijah up and he carries on Elijah's prophetic mission. John the Baptist testifies to the one who would come after him that he would pave the way even if he wasn't even worthy of untying his sandal. And we see the disciples at the transfiguration bearing witness to God's glory in Christ, there with Moses and Elijah on the mountaintop. We are called to bear witness to God's glory in our lives, to the saving grace that has touched our hearts and moved us. That we are called to serve Christ, called to speak out and to share the good news. The good news of God's great love for you and for me, for everyone. That we know that God will be with us whatever changes we may face. That like Elisha splitting the waters, God is there to show us what is next. Like John the Baptist proclaiming he is neither Messiah nor Elijah, but that he was himself. When called to proclaim God's love. So let us know that Christ is with us in all things, in all the ups, in all the downs, all of the changes that we may see. Let us know we are never alone and that we are always in God's love. And may we know God's glory in the world around us and know that God is there for us all. So let us take up that mantle so that we may too proclaim the good news of Christ yesterday, today, and forevermore. Amen.